this is Kate Jones, host of the Gale Hill Radio Hour, presenting the first of four short excerpts from episode 16. It features Zane DeLong, artist, filmmaker, IT professional, and YouTube creator of Welcome to the Mess Lab. In this excerpt, I asked Zane to explain his channel. I don't think I can do your channel justice. So would you explain Welcome to the Mess Lab? And that would be mess as in messy. Yes, yes. Um, well, uh, I think, so the channel is uh, kind of about, it's a way of creating a platform for deep criticism um, in kind of the like older sense of the word. And like, it's more of an kind of an artistic statement in itself where like the criticism builds off of something else. Right. In this case, it's movies. Right. Um, with, uh, uh, and uh, that's what it is at the moment. I think that it's going to be to expand in different ways, but at the moment I'm focusing on that specifically. That sounds good. How would you describe your commentaries about film? It really doesn't seem as if the term movie reviews accurately describes them. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I, I'm going to borrow some like statements basically from friends who have watched it. I think that's actually the best way because, you know, someone else's opinion is like, oh, okay, you know, self, there's yeah, a, that's that a good a self-awareness idea. to it. Mm -hmm. Um and uh, I think that they are – well, what I like about good criticism is that it builds off of the um, uh, the piece that it's talking about, right? And so my videos are a statement about something, right? I The way I introduce each of these movies is I introduce a topic we can all relate to first, uh, and I try to do it as stylishly as possible. It is a YouTube video. <laughs> and um, – uh, then kind of go into the movie, you know, and do a little bit of an, do as much analysis as is necessary throughout the video and then close it out with, uh, here is the wrap up of the themes of the movie, then the wrap up of the themes I introduced at the beginning. Um, I think, uh, you know, it, it, we can talk about so many things that way. And also it helps us kind of look, look beyond what the movie, because, you know, we're all, we all have a lot going on in our heads, right? And the idea is to spark that thing that reminds us to get us to feel something, right? And I, I definitely am kind of being a little generalized here, but I think when you are able to spark that, when you're able to provide something that is succinct and direct enough that it can spark something beyond the meaning of the piece itself, you've done a good job. And I hope that's, you know, what shows. Interesting. And your, your commentaries have a lot of depth. And in fact, you, you have different ones that you do, and you have five that you call movies from the deep. So they really yeah. are. <laughs> they do have depth. Um, and then you have one called Impressions from Beneath, and then on this channel, you have a music video that we'll talk about a little bit later. But mm -hmm. how about if we start with your recent movie from the deep about the movie Surf 2? In your description of this film, you write, what does the feeling of doom and surfing have in common? 
Huh. <laughs> <laughs> what indeed? Uh, so please explain. Yeah. So uh, part of that is, you know, I, I kind of want to like a clickbaity title. Um, but, I, you know, I'm trying to work with uh, what I have with something that is genuine. Right. Um, and it is about doom. I mean, it's about, but not the, like, you know, I introduced with saying, with talking about the, the, the game doom, because that's been trending lately. Um, but, uh, then immediately within the first 20 seconds, like something else here's no, this is actually what we're talking about. Um, but, uh, the sense of like, you know, there's a sense of like information overload in our current, like, uh, well, sense of it, <laughs> there is, um, but so like, true. you know, with like lots of uh, social media and all that stuff. Um, and I don't necessarily re- mention that specifically, but like, just how kind of like, like, where do these, where does this information overload come from? Right. Uh, it's about current events. Usually like, that's almost all, well, it's always about current events. And um, so then I try to filter that through how Surf 2 communicates its um, overload because the movie is wild and it's a, it's kind of a mess, um, but it's a fascinating mess, right? Um, whenever uh, I see a, like, whenever I see a movie where, like, on the back of the box or the description or whatever, if they have trouble describing it there, like, I'm interested. (laughs) Because um, that tells to me that there's usually some sort of, like, uh, a really kind of deep vision. It may be lost in there. Like, don't get me wrong. It definitely was in Surf 2. But, like, uh, definitely something to say, though. It absolutely has something to say about um, kind of overwhelm about like comparing yourself to others about like, uh, the way that, um, uh, like Mark, like between like marketing and, uh, aesthetics of other people comparing yourself to that, it has a lot to say about that. Um, and I wanted to dig that out. I wanted to like create a, um, uh, a statement that was organized <laughs> and then um, use this movie as a jumping off point for that statement. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. And so even though the description of the film isn't very well um, put, you know, it doesn't really give you an idea of the theme mm-hmm. of the m- movie. What would you say? How would you describe surf to um, I, I would say it's a movie that's kind of in conflict with itself. It is in conflict with itself. It, 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 um, it wants to be like simultaneously this goofy, like airplane style comedy. It has a lot of like airplane style jokes, situational comedy. Um, but also it wants to, uh, it, it, it kind of, you kind of see like Im- like anxieties like come yes. through it like lots of anxieties yes about, it wants to about, disturb like, you the yeah, viewer. yeah yeah um and uh so but it, it wants to do both of those at the same time and that's really awkward um and, and, and i'm not saying it can't be done right but like um it, it it's but it's fascinating because of that I, I i mean i will it is a good movie don't get me wrong like it's a bit of a mess, yes, but like it is a good movie because it like it elicits those feelings. Um, I'm not sure that everyone is going to have that opinion, right? Lots of reviews on the internet of it are just like, oh, it fails at everything it does. Well, it fails at being a comedy mostly, yeah, but like um, it it uh, it it uses that comedy as a way to kind of cope with the anxieties it's portraying, and so on that level, it's. 
it's a lot more, um, it's actually quite good as a, as a movie, you know? Um, wow. So it was, it's you know. worth it for that because, right. and, and again, going back to what connects us um, right now, especially in current, you know, in modern society is mm-hmm. that we are anxious. Very 100%. interesting. So, how long ago was that made? Oh, uh, let's see. I think eighty-two. Um, let, let me actually look that up here. Uh, uh, I actually, if it was eighty-two or 80, oh, 84. Oh, it's in the eighties, um, so so it's not. I mean, well, of course, this whole our anxiety has continued for a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was eighty-four. Um, it was actually released in a cut version um, and with like additional like uh, added shots by the producers. Um, uh, and I, ha- I actually haven't seen that original theatrical version. There was a recent um, restoration done on the director's cut. Um, that's what I talked about. That's what I've seen. Um, but originally it was like recut to be kind of more of a teen sex comedy. You know, they put like more nudity in it and stuff in the theatrical cut. Whereas the current one doesn't have much of that. It's, it's like, it's there, but not much. It's, it's more about, it's kind of like, it, it, it's more of that weird clash um, that comes through. Is the movie significant for anybody who's in it or, uh, or, the director or anything like that, or is it mainly the the theme that emerged about anxiety? I think it's mostly the theme. I, I it wasn't like it's not exactly an easy movie to market, you know. Um, like it's a uh, you know you have a lot of big players in it, you know, like Eddie Deason who was in Grease too, uh, Eric Stoltz who was uh, in Pulp Fiction and many other things like. Um, Linda Carriage, who was kind of a cult film person. She was in Fade to Black and Alien from L.A. Cleavon Little, who did um, uh, Blazing Saddles. And it's so much more. Oh, Terry Kaiser, who was um, uh, Bernie, I believe, in Weekend at Bernie's. Um, Yeah, so it's got a lot of big names, but I think it was more of like, uh, I think, I'm not sure that it did a whole lot for those folks. I think it was more to do a lot for the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Get somebody to to watch it, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's very interesting. So why did you decide to include that? Why did why was this one of your movies from the deep? Oh, it just spoke to me, you know? Like, um I I thought I mean also part of it was, you know, I, I there were recognizable names in it uh too. I could uh, possibly use that as a thing. I, I don't know. You, you know, I'm trying out things for the YouTube channel. This is Kate again. To hear more about Welcome to the Mess Lab, you'll find other excerpts in the entire Gale Hill Radio Hour episode 16 on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeart, and other podcast directories. Thanks very much for listening. And please remember to subscribe, like, and share. It's greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm.